Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. Put those earbuds in, turn up the volume, because it's the time for another edition of Double Take Sports Talk with the Watch Brothers right now. It's been a long, good minute. Been three weeks since we have done this podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, yeah. Thank you for your patience. It's been a hectic last three weeks. I mean, hectic. Yeah. But we did take the opportunity to get some extra work done and things like that. So um, let's get right down to the nitty gritty, Daryl. Let's do this sports talk real quick. Yes, sir. Let's run through it. We'll start with, uh, actually, this time, I am actually going to do fantasy football from here on now because Duro started uh, fantasy basketball. He'll share that here in just a minute. But I want to go ahead and share uh, my screen for fantasy uh, football. All right, so real quick, we're going to go through from October 19th right up until uh, Monday night. And we're going to start with our loss to Derek, 140 to 138. This was one of those, uh, is this one of the games that we came back on, or was this one of the games that we just stayed neck to neck the whole time? I think this is the one that we actually stayed neck to neck on. Yeah. Um, With this ordeal, we lost this one. I think we had dropped to one and four at the I. No, we was we dropped one and, two, two and five. Two and five. Five at the time. Two and five at the time. That's correct. Uh, we dropped to two and five at the time, and we just this this is a reminder to anybody playing fantasy football or any fantasy because you see our record right there. Now, three and six in fourth place. We was, you know down in the dumps. This is a reminder to keep yourself going. Keep yourself active. Don't give up. So we lost this one. Final score, 140 to 138. And then the next week, we won. We won to Jalen, 138 to 109. Improved to That's not right. No, that's not right. Was not right. It was actually we was we we was two and six. That's correct. That dropped we us to two and six. six. Yeah, we were two and six. So yeah, we went to three and six with this win right here over Jalen one thirty eight to one hundred nine. Uh, we was in dead last. We was in dead last mm-hmm. when uh, 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 when we uh, stopped mm-hmm. doing the podcast. Uh, one of our big contributors was actually a couple of them, uh, Kyler Murray and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. We have picked up. We, I had, I could not literate the door. We had to get DeAndre Hopkins. I don't give a damn if he was still on suspension. We needed to get this dude. Yeah. And yep. we got him, and there it is. Kyler Murray, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Stevenson. Um, what is his first name? Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson and uh, Josh Jacobs didn't do too good, but Young Hoku didn't do too bad. So uh, that's what we're looking like on uh, week. Was it week eight? Mm-hmm. Last week, week nine. Here you go. One of our best ass whooping ever. One fifty eight to one hundred. Got our revenge on Colin just simply because one, we needed that revenge, and two, we were supposed to have one to heal the last matchup, but that did not happen. So now yeah. you are starting to see a team bear put together, a core bear put together. 
you are starting to see everything come into play. We have won two straight. We are looking to win um, three straight. Uh, I just want to run through this uh, uh, recap just real quickly. Just of last week, uh, got an A plus score. Uh, Collar got a B minus score, even though he scored 100 points. The biggest blowout came from us uh, to Colin, 57 points. Match. Colin Ooh. did have a lead. <laughs> Colin did have a lead, but then <laughs> we came right back. Kenneth Walker the third scored 16% of the uh, uh, points. New England defense. We just knew that New England was going to beat the Colts' defense. We just got Frank Wright fired, so we automatically put New England in. Uh, they scored 16% of the points. Cooper Cup scored 14% of the points, and Kyler Murray scored uh, 12% of the points. On Kyler's side, Josh Allen scored 26% of the points, Miles Sanders 15 A.J. Brown 13%, and Zach Ertz at 12 uh, early highlight matchup, Josh Allen had a 36-yard touchdown run and a 42-yard pass uh, to help uh, the team to a 68-63 to a 63 lead at that time. Cooper Cup, on the other hand, late Sunday night had a 69-yard touchdown uh, pass, while Kyler Murray had a 22-yard touchdown pass, helping us to win 143, oh, I'm sorry, lead 143-80 to 80 at the time. And then the New England Patriots is the... Uh, Matchup player of the week because they scored 26 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patriots defense tripled that amount uh, with a 26 to 3 win over the Colts, allowing three points and surrendering 121 yards and interception uh, pass to beat uh, their protection by a fourth quarter high percentage of any uh, player in the league this season. And they face off against the Jets. Um, the running backs, no match. Quarterback is definitely in Collins' hands. Uh, wide receivers and ours, I think our running backs and our uh, wide receivers are in good position for the most part. We uh, we could do better on the tight ends, but that definitely belongs to us. Mm-hmm. And kickers, of course, we ain't getting what we ain't get rid of young Hunku no matter what. No matter and what, defense definitely belongs to us, and we can still continue to work on the quarterbacks if needed. Uh, for the most part, we uh, to me we did great. We won two straight. We just keep it the moving. Keep it the moving. Just going to keep it the moving, and we're going to keep on trucking right through. Uh, meanwhile, I want to uh, take a look at our projected starting lineup for week 10 against <clears throat> core values. Core values. We yeah. are, I am itching to get my revenge. I have told Dura I want my revenge. I'm making cases on all you bitches. Mm. I want it all. <laughs> We are projected to win 133 to 115. A lot of his players is out, uh, which include Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Uh, Tom Brady looked like he's going to start in his spot. Uh, Debo Samuel is questionable, so we don't know if he's going to play or not for now. Uh, and he got Buffalo's defense as well. That's going to you know, put a hurting on us besides the two running backs and Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey. That's going to really put uh, a hurting on us if he uh, actually go over the projections. We are 63% uh, favorites in this matchup. Of course, we have our two wide receiving core at Cooper Cup and DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, we also have uh, Ramondre Stevenson on by along with the New England defense. So we had to also pick up the New York defense because Baltimore's defense was also on by as well. Uh, I'm looking at this matchup right here in the tight ends of Travis Kelsey and TJ Hawkinson. That's going to be an interesting matchup considering that it's supposed to rain down there at Buffalo. Um, this is going to be a pretty decent matchup. Uh, I'm not even going to lie. I can't even look at the favorites. I can't even look at the underdogs, and I can't even look at the projections because this is a very good chance that core values could come up with this win, but it's also a good chance for us to improve to uh, 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 four and six and also win three straight because we, Daryl, is kicking ass. You hear me? Oh yeah. You hear me? Yes, we are. We we needed this path. We needed to to get back on track. But Daryl, that's all I have. Uh, looking forward to next week. Oh, uh, me too. Me too. Got a short week for uh, Cordero Patterson and uh, Young Hoku. They play Thursday night, so that probably give us a a little bit of a push. Mm-hmm. So we can see what happens on that behalf. Mm-hmm. 
Let's go ahead and take a look at fantasy basketball. Now, I'm going to go. Let me just say right now, we have the maximum of players reached. So I'm not going through this whole damn list. I'm just throwing it out there right now. I'm just, it's just a lot of people on here. So what I decided that I'm going to do is actually go over the first, I think it's the first three weeks of scores between me and Nicole and her opponents and who she's playing. But so on this behalf, on the first week we have actually done, I have actually decided to up the competition a little bit. It do it NFL style way, doing it weekly, uh, a weekly uh, change, not a everyday change. Because if we did this uh, a change every day, I just believe that uh, um, it would be actually not much of a challenge, but it would just be more of a of a different situation. So I decided, um, and a couple other people decided, hey, let's just do weekly and just see what happens. So and I regret it instantly. It's, uh, some regret it. I don't, to be honest with you. I really don't regret it. They right. do, but I don't. Yeah. Um, so on the first week, I played uh, Eric's team. And, of course, I got my ass kicked 13-25 uh, to 9-23. Me and Darren kind of sat down and adjusted this whole entire uh, point settings on the uh, yeah. fantasy basketball mm-hmm. to kind of bring it a little bit more spark to bring more points into the uh, into this. Uh, a more re- a more realistic type of game where you have three points for three pointers, two points for two pointers, and one points for free throws, uh, turnovers, negative points. I think something else was turnover. I mean, uh, negative points too. Personal fouls, fouls. personal yeah. fouls, and everything else being, you know, I think rebounds a half a point, to, uh, total rebounds being one full point. Yeah, just try to make it realistic. Let's try to make it more realistic. Uh, triple doubles. We had. Of course, double the oh, trip. Right. That's usual. Right. Forgot about that. So, double that. So, you know, just kind of make it the triple doubles and the double doubles. We kind of just add it in there just to make it more sweeter and interesting. So, yeah, week one got my ass kicked 1325 to 923. Dropped me to 0 and 1. So, week two, I'm trying to find the codes. I can't find her, but um, I'm going to take you through mine. Okay. And I was gonna say I think you could probably go through the league and do it that way. Go, yeah. Um week two, of course, I've won against Ray's reasonable team, thirteen seventy four point fifty to twelve ninety-eight even. And I was projected to lose that week also. Mm-hmm. And that improved me to one and one. And then week three, last week, I went on and played Delo's Crip team. And won that one, 1,005.50 to 703.50. And I was also projected to win this one. That is currently where I stand right now, two and one. Two and one at the start. So, Stephen Curry has been a big, big X factor for me. But everybody else kind of just... They're there. They're just there. They're just there. I have not really paid attention to fantasy basketball because my focus has really been on football because I love the football challenge. So I've really been <laughs> on football like hell. Yeah. And look, and I can't get too mad at that because realistically, football is more of pick and strategy. So yeah. when you're doing pick and strategy, we're actually just we're actually strategizing for next week. It's football, same way. Football. We're always just going to prepare for the week. That's yeah. what we always do. Yeah. So, yeah. Even though that we're more basketball heads more than anything, mm-hmm. you know that. Um, you know, it just makes it more that more sweeter. Believe it or not. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Nicole, I'm just going to say this about her is that she has literally talked shit to me <laughs> since the beginning when we was drafting. Yeah, when, when we, we was drafting, draft- I was in bed, so I wasn't there to hear it. Oh, she just started talking shit. And it was just like, oh, my gosh. Are you, like, for real right now? What? 
pasted out the ranking. She was like, huh. I forgot what she said. And I was like, you know what? We'll see about that when the season starts. I'm not thinking about you right now. The first thing I'm thinking about is the bed. I was ready to get in it. Yeah. The second thing I was thinking about is when the season started, I wasn't worried about what she was saying to me. Mm-hmm. So here's the coach down here at the bottom. She uh, got her first win on the first week. She had played Jamarcus Swag Team 12-13 to one well eleven forty six point fifty. So that improved to her one and zero. Week two didn't go too good for her while she was up there talking all that smack. Didn't go too well for. Her. Uh, uh, oh she did change her name. I didn't know she yeah. did that. Arizona Alley Oopers. Yep. Did not know she changed her name. I was like you could have kept it the way it was. It was fine like that. Arizona Vixens was just fine. It really was. But yeah, yeah I didn't realize she did that. Yeah, so she played uh, John's values. <laughs> uh, can I say core values? Yeah, core values. We'll say core values. Uh, yeah, she lost that one. Uh, 1509.50 to 1411.50. It wasn't by much, though, but that dropped her to uh, one and two. One and two. Actually, no, one and one. Sorry. All oh, right, yeah, one and one. She still got one more week. Yep. And this one. She lost this one to Robin, Robin, Robin. Uh, 1095.50 to 834.50. That dropped her to one and two. She is currently at 17th. I am currently in 10th. And of course, like I said, I'm projected to lose. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose. So I am going to be. Projected. It depends on what happens, but right now I'm thinking worse for the worse. I'll be two and two by the end of the week. So, because <laughs> these people know how to pick some players, man. I they was kind of hot. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Mhm. Yep. So we'll see how this works out for the remaining uh, for this week. Uh, right now, as we start, it's Wednesday, of course. So we're in the middle of the week. It's Tuesday. I'm sorry, it's Tuesday. I'm sorry, it's Tuesday. So right now, of course, I'm currently losing. I'm projected to lose uh, 554.50 to 391. And Nicole, on the other hand, is losing to Big Elm uh, 345 to 267.50. I got to see if I can help her get back on track. Yeah. Shit, I got to help myself. My goodness. Well, I, I had to see about you, too. Well, yeah, I had picked up some people to see. I had seen that uh, Alice Caruso had a, a double-double, but it wasn't in points or rebounds or assists. It was, I think, rebounds and assists. 11 rebounds, 11 assists. Interesting. Well, that's what I said. Because I think Draymond Green did the same thing, uh, I think, three years or four years back. Mm-hmm. Where he didn't score a lot. He only scored single-digit points, but he had like a double-double or triple-double. Right. I can't remember what it was. But, yeah. So, that's where we stand right now on fantasy uh, fantasy uh, basketball. Here's the matchups of the week. We have been, it's like I said, it's 20 people on here, 20 teams. So, this is all of the matchups. The standing so far, where everybody stands, a lot of people. A ton of people. 20 yes. people, 20 teams. Mm-hmm. It's a ton. Yep, it's a lot. So, yep. So, that's that, dear. That's all I have on this behalf. All right, so when we come back, we are going to have our platform talks perspectively after the coffee break with Darren Watts and breaking mental health with Daryl when we come back. After the coffee break with Darren Watts, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Darren. That's Daryl. You betcha. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. You can be anywhere in the world, but you are right here listening to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time. Before I go into the topic that I am going to have a very hard time talking about, um, let's get caught up on the health update. I'm just going to be real with you. It's been up and down these last three weeks, but for the most part, it's been down. So when we last did this podcast, I believe I was at two, like two eighty-seven or something like that. Two ninety-one or two ninety-two, and as of this week, uh, as of let's do right now. As of right now, because I've been weighing myself every day to kind of see, you know, what's different and what's not. As of right now, I weigh 287. I did weigh 283 uh, last month. Oh, this is I was 283 and then I came back. Um, <clears throat> but at 287, I still feel good. I'm still grinding, still working out from home. I'm not going out to the gym. I've just been strictly here at home, and I've just been on a hustle. So that's why I stand at right now with the weight. All of that, I'm at 287. Oh, so damn, you're at 287? I'm at 287. Oh, wow. That's just right now, yes, I'm at 287. Wow. Yeah, yeah I gained those five pounds back. And I said I knew I would because of everything that I ate, I ate the last six pieces of uh, pizza and something else too. Uh, mm-hmm. Orange chicken and tater tots. That was all I ate, but I knew I was going to get it back. Right, right. You know, after the things that had happened on Friday, I knew I was going to end up being depressed. And but surprisingly, not as much as I thought I was. So that's where I stand at right now, 27.4. Uh, I'm looking to drop that weight tomorrow. I think it's going to happen. Other than that, that's it for me. I have the health, besides my foot, still acting up. I have no idea what's going on. I had to put on an extra uh, sleeve. So I had to put on the uh, ankle bracelet. Hmm. I don't think it's healing, bro. But... Yeah, I don't think it's healing, bro. I can walk better with my ankle bracelet on and my sleeves on without any issues. Yeah. I still feel it in my calf. I'm fine with that, but I'm eventually going to get that checked out. It's something to be still like but that's all I have on the behalf of the uh, weight update uh, for those that are, that listen to this segment part of it thank you so much for listening we're going to go right back to our new coffee break and we're going to talk about this topic I do not want to talk about we're going to talk briefly and quickly about because I really want to get it done in a little bit because it's just getting harder um, a black walk okay? we're going to talk about a gentleman I don't know if his name is on here. I doubt his name is on here. This story came out in 2020, but they revised it uh, Saturday. They revised it on Saturday. So he's pretty much telling his story about being black walking in a white neighborhood. So let's, uh, Davis, Davis Summer. Let's take a listen to see what he had to say about walking while black. I took a black walk this morning. I took a black walk through a white neighborhood. When I take black walks, I think black thoughts. I am conscious of where I place my gun, my gun, and my gun. I mean, my phone, my wallet, and my keys. Because peace officers have a hard time telling the difference between the two. I rehearse what I say if I'm if a if a concerned resident or a law enforcement employee have questions about why my black body is walking through their white space. 
And I remind myself to make sure that law enforcement employees have his or her body camera report. Sometimes it helps if there is video evidence to accompany the hashtag. There's no way to be stealthy when you take a black walk. White neighborhoods are blanketed by sophisticated <coughs> security systems compromised of nosy neighbors. A ring doorbell cameras, a, a white a, a white women walking the dog. So I've learned to notice the right world through my upbringing. To be aware of the dangers without acknowledging. There is an art to making white people feel safe. To say good morning with a flash that shows confidence and deference at the same time. To being polite because your life depends on it. I felt the squad car behind me before I even saw it. It moved deliberately. Not like the other cars mindly just whizzing past. Its tires entered, crept, docked their way towards me. I kept walking. Don't take your hands out of your pocket, I thought. Or wait, maybe should I? Maybe it's better if my hands are clearly empty. But it's cold outside. Maybe it's nothing. Just keep walking. These are the things that goes through black people's minds when they have to walk through the white neighborhood uh, because they feel insecure, so to speak. The car rolled past me, made a slow right turn. I glanced quickly, but then stared. The air was still. My ears turned. I uh, tuned out everything but the slightest scuff of my sneakers on the sidewalk and the fading sounds of those stalking pipes. I was there. Suddenly, the squad car reemerged. It was a block ahead of me. Made a quick right turn, continued to the end of the street, did it wait. This was a war. This was a reminder that I was trespassing. I kept walking. Don't take your hands out of your pocket. I thought, oh wait, maybe should I? Maybe it's better if my hands are clearly empty. But it's cold outside. Maybe it's nothing. Keep walking. Repetitions. The car rolled past me, made a slow right turn. I glanced quickly, but didn't stare. The air is still. Again, repetitions. My ears tuned out everything but the slightest scuff of my sneakers on the sidewalk and the fading sounds of those stalking tires. Almost there. Again, repetitions. Suddenly, the squad car reemerged. It was a block ahead of me. I made a quick right turn, continued to the end of the street, and then it rained. No more stopping. This is a show of force. This was a war. A war. R-O-A-R. This was a reminder that I was trespassing. I kept walking. As I approached the corner, the front window began to roll down. The occupant didn't speak, didn't smile, just stared. I was being real. Across the street, and a lion trotted off. He effectively marked his territory. The brave protector has done his job. I, however, couldn't help but wonder what I missed during my black walk. It's hard to hear the birds chirping or to smile at the squirrels playfully darting uh, along the branches when you're a black guy walking. It's easy to miss the promise of the light blue sky or appreciate the identity of red, yellow, and purple daisies uh, declaring the independence from the green grass when your mind is preoccupied with black thoughts. I took a walk through a beautiful neighborhood this morning, but I missed the whole thing. That's his story. When I think about his story, I think about mine. Very brief, very quick. When I'm in Fishers and I'm doing my walk, I don't get that. Thank God. I had two younger white ladies walk past me, smiled at me, waved at me. I waved them back, kept moving. When an older man comes towards me, waves at me, waves back, keep moving. However, when I go to the bar, in Beach Grove, that's a different environment. It's a different environment. Hear me on this. A different environment. I feel eyes on my shoulders. I feel them on both sides just glaring me down. 
just looking at me with no answers, no questions, just looking at me, telling me I've been ruined. They don't care. They don't care I'm there to see somebody. They don't care. They're giving me warnings. You hear me? Warnings. This is how bad I feel them on me. This close. And they're not close. No way yet. But I can feel it on my shoulders. You know how uncomfortable that is? Just to be uncomfortableness? Something wrong with y'all. Uh, you hear me? I was uncomfortable <laughs> doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here literally across from you on video and I felt uncomfortable. If y'all don't feel uncomfortable with that, something wrong with y'all. It, that's that's just ridiculous. And and that's the problem that I'm having. Mm-hmm. Not sure if my friend would ever understand that. I'm not sure if he understands what I felt or what I was feeling in that inopportune moment. I don't think he observes the right thing because he could go in there and know everybody and say hi and do this and not think twice about it. But me as a black man, I have to go in with a different observance type of way. And it's not the people that he knows. It's the people that gives me that look. A look he probably never understands. A look that he probably never get in his life. Granted, there may be some, but not all. I always wondered that. I always wanted to have that conversation with him, but guess what? He ain't interested. Mm -hmm. He ain't interested at all. (laughs) Nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. I tell them all the time. We have to have deep conversations. I need these deep conversations. I need to see if there is an understanding. And he just blows it off. That's kind of one of the reasons why he probably be ghosting and dismissing you. Bingo. Probably afraid that those conversations going to come up. Exactly. Exactly. Because I know that he supports police lives matter. Nothing wrong with that. That's yep. your decision. Mm-hmm. That's your decision. What I don't support is white supremacy in the police force. So I struggle with that. What do I do about that? How do I conduct myself? I have to conduct myself as a black man living in a black body every day. Nothing changes. Nothing. He don't understand the uncomfortableness that I have every single time. He's within his comfort zone. I'm not. I'm the one that stands up more to go into an uncomfortable situation than he will ever be. Just throwing that out there. I did not want to talk about that, but I had to get that off my chest. That's all I had. Took you long enough. I mean, damn. <laughs> You've been at that bar for almost three weeks and. Probably a month. Yeah, probably a month. And it's just like, you never brought this up until now. Yep. Because I'm, I'm getting fed up. I can only deal with so much. I can only deal with so much of. Not paying attention to the obvious, not wanting to have a conversation, not wanting to uh, understand things, but only about himself. And I'm just tired. So I had to say Say that. And I knew I wasn't going to say nothing to him because I can't. So what is my other resort? This. Yep. Some people would just never get it there. 
No. Some people will never get it. No. And I would love to see if he can get it. I challenge that. But I'm going to fail that challenge. Because he's going to fail that challenge. We will stop the hate. It's not going to be the same as the stopping the hate for him. Stopping the hate for me is all the way around. Racism. LGBTQ community. Uh, 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 religion. All of that. Stop the hate, period. <clears throat> Just saying. Yeah. But that's all I have to Yeah. That's tough there. It is. That is tough. Okay. So, with breaking mental health with Daryl, I'm going to go kind of in a different direction, but at the same time, kind of backtrack to what Darren was talking about. So, there's this guy. There's this guy. He has. He is the creator of the app um, Black, and he's bringing mental health to Black news. So, this has started with him. His name is uh, Adam Taylor. He's 30 years old. Um, he started feeling uncomfortable ever since uh, Trump had decided that he was going to run for presidency. And as a black man in a white space, mm-hmm. he really could not, like you, Derek, could not express in a way, with you, you could not express how you were feeling as a black man. But Adam Taylor, as a black man, he could not face and express how he was feeling with depression, with the anxiety, I should say, when Trump ran for president. Mm -hmm. And that was the bigger problem to his his, uh, disadvantage. So that's when he decided it would be a good idea to actually bring mental health to the app that he created. So he just actually stretched on his ordeal of mental health in the black news. So this is what he has said about his decision about bringing mental health to his uh, app. I realized when I first started out in September of 2017, I was getting depressed because I felt like every other day, someone that looked like me or didn't matter, the age was getting choked, killed, or just something just really terrible was happening to people that I care about. And I don't even know. It's just that we've gone on through the same experience and it was just a lot. So, basically saying with Darren, you kind of think when you in that bar in Beach Grove, you got people looking over your shoulders and they're just mm-hmm. sitting on your shoulders, all eyes on you. Don't know what the hell you thinking. Don't know what they thinking. And that is the big bum rush of everything being in an uncomfortable environment with him knowing what he knows of being comfortable. Taylor, on the other hand, he is seeing all these things going on and then Trump with you know, presidency and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He didn't know who can he go to? Nobody. You got to rely on the podcast. He has got to rely on his app, Black. Mm-hmm. So he actually had to take a different approach with his app and actually, um, of course, add the mental health ordeal into this because. With all the things that's been going on, this is really a mentally damaging, uh, damaging things that he's reading on the news and stuff like that. So I am actually giving him kudos. But this is this is crucial to not only for his color as a black man, but a black man that's focusing on his mental health also killing two birds with one stone. You see, a black man that is thinking about race, quality, and justice while thinking about his mental health because it's just as important 
boom. You're gonna kill two birds with one stone. You do it on your app. Ain't nobody else gonna listen. You know, most of these white people out here, they're not gonna listen to anything that you know a black person has to say about race or anything that's going on in our lives. And this is why I said a while back there, I had mentioned this before. Um on uh, this segment of Breaking Mental Health, I have said, look, if we actually sat down, I might say on the podcast, I couldn't remember. If we actually sat down and hired black psychiatrists, there would be a lot more understanding to not only mental health as a black person, but also racism with black people at the same time. I think you may have said it on both. I think I might say it on both. I've, I've heard that before. Yeah, I've heard you say that before. Yeah, we need more black psychiatrists to actually bring in to talk about these things. Not just mental health, but, you know, black people's having some problems that we need to actually express. But these white psychiatrists don't understand shit about it. And they're not going to actually sit down and learn nothing about it. If we, if we brought on the black psychiatrists that do everything that was going on, with the black community and how racism has been dealt with, we'd be in a whole nother ball game. You got you got lawyers like Von Wamsley. Von Wamsley has been in big accidents before. People that have suffered big accidents could go to him, represent him, mm-hmm. that can understand him. Daryl Isaacs, when he got hit by a motorcycle, when he got when he was driving his motorcycle, got hit by a big, big semi truck. He got people out there that can relate to him that can actually go to him as a lawyer and be able to talk. Mm-hmm. We need more black psychiatrists when it comes down to this ordeal. Mental health and as black people. I agree, Gerald. I agree. It, 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 wouldn't it make sense? That will only make sense because of the fact that most black people that suffer through anxiety and all of this ordeal, just like Adam Taylor, we're all just sitting here just twirling our thumbs and not going anywhere. Nobody's not going to understand this. Nobody ever will understand this. Right. Yeah. And it really just breaks my heart at the same time because you just, you're, you're at a point where you're not knowing what to do. I'll tell you something. I might have to answer that call. I think so too, Daryl. I, I I was thinking the same thing. Uh, me and the crew was talking the other day, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing the same thing. Yeah, I might just answer that call myself too, because this we're we're really just in uh, a whole lot of trouble. Black people are going to need black psychiatrists that can actually understand this story and actually be able to cope and deal and talk about these problems. A lot of psychotherapy. Anything else you want to add? That's all I got. Now, just, to, just, just one other thing. Um, when we're in a situation where we don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. or when we do know what's going on, and you can't talk to your own friend about it, or you can't talk to a psychiatrist about it, mm-hmm. it's hard for me. And you would think that they would try to want to understand, but they don't. But they don't. They never will. It's hard for them. Oh, yeah. That's all. Yeah. All right. That's it. All right. We'll be right back. Daryl, how you feeling? I'm hanging in there, man. I'm hanging in there. You know how it is. Last three, three, four weeks, last month, you know. It's been kind of tough, but yeah. yeah. But I'm but I'm hanging in there. How about yourself? The same with you, Daryl. I'm hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Things have happened over the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been hard to process. Mm-hmm. Even you know going into this month as well, it's been hard to process. But yeah, I, yeah, we're doing the best we can. Absolutely. Doing the best Absolutely, we can. doing the best we can. Well, I only have one thing to say, and. <clears throat> It's pertaining to both me and you, Daryl. Yep. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I am pleased and happy to announce this. 
You've talked, and we finally listened. <laughs> Daryl and I are finally starting what we call Daryl and Dare's Off the Script Podcast. <laughs> it is strictly us talking personal stuff. Yeah. That is us. Yes. It's us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lost your thought? No, I just thought you would have heard something, but I guess you didn't. No, I really didn't. I was playing the theme music, but apparently it didn't go through. No, it didn't. We're we're definitely doing uh, off the script. I'm very excited about it. We've already done recordings. We've done recordings since September. We have planned this. I planned this. Me, well, it's really been me because this girl did this podcast. I'm doing off the script. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this uh, uh, planning since August. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. We've done recording yeah. since September, and it's been lingering over into last month and this month. And we talk a lot of personal stuff. You get to hear a lot of the different things about our thoughts. You get to hear a lot of problems and situations about ours. Uh, so it would be out uh, November the 18th. It is a weekend podcast on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. And you will hear nothing but venting, ranting, and just one of our, most of our normal conversations that we would just have out of the blue that just comes out of nowhere, especially the first episode. First episode came out of nowhere. Yeah, it so came out of nowhere. It yeah. just came out of nowhere. You would definitely hear a lot of that. You would definitely hear a lot of our thoughts, our opinions, and everything mm-hmm. else. But Absolutely. Okay, so... With that announcement being made, I'm going to go ahead and make an announcement of my own and and reflect me on this behalf. So, I know a lot of guys here that actually listen to our podcast and listen to Afternoon Coffee Break and Breaking Mental Health in the segment. I do have a podcast of my own, which is Breaking Mental Health. So, I am glad to announce that I am the ambassador of Magic Mind Two Ounce Shot Drinks. Unexpected thing too. Yeah, it was because um because breaking below health was just something to do. That's all that was. It, it, it had nothing to do with me trying to reach a goal or nothing like that. It had nothing to do with it. And it just you keep working on yours, you'll be fine. I truly believe. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I, I'm just saying, you you'll be fine. I didn't even have a goal. I just did mental health, and I'm like, okay, let's just go ahead and start talking. Let me just start talking a little mental health, and let's mm-hmm. let's just do this. And yeah. yep, so. I had uh, reached out an email, um, and ever since then, it's been on and popping. And I started year two uh, last Tuesday. I started year two, and I started the uh, my journey, your journey theme for uh, year two, which pertains to the sponsorship of uh, Magic Mind. So if anybody don't know what that is, it's just more of uh, those little small two-ounce little drinks right here. This right here. Mine's just empty, of course. So it's just this in a little two-ounce bottle. So this is the little two-ounce drink here that I've actually gave a shot and tried. So it's, and I'm going to tell you, it's um, it's some good stuff. Uh. It's supposed to help 
and, and in my terms, I like to put it, it helps protect your procrastination and your anxieties coming down to it. And um, I'm doing some projects and stuff for it. It's practically a full-time job. So that's also the three weeks has been spent doing that. It was mm-hmm. also this. So for me, it was the... And Darren was off the script. So, yeah, we've we just been a lot of busybody with podcasting. And mm-hmm. it's very exciting that we've enabled this to, you know, make some things work. So, yeah, that launch of um, off the script, Daryl Darius off the script coming up. And then me with the ambassadorship of uh, Magic Mind. And I'm just, I'm just all in all excited. So I am too, Gerald. You can, I'm happy for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Of course, you could check out year two, Song Anchor. You could check it out, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Check it out. Started it last week, so uh, last Tuesday, you can hear about the sponsorships of uh, Magic Mind. So that's that. <laughs> All right, so what's up for next week? Our normal platform talks. Continuation of fantasy football and basketball updates. We'll share everything that we got on that behalf. And if we have any news around the league, which, of course, I did forget to mention Frank Reich, but, hey, let's talk about that another time. Oh, Uh, Oh, never mind. Uh, But that's all all next week. All right. So if there's nothing else, we can wrap this up and get on out of here. Yep. All right. So there's another edition of Double Take Sports Talk. Of course, one of the social media that you can kind of hit us up there. You can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at DTST2414. Of course, we're on YouTube. You can search the box, Double Take Sports Talk. Uh, like our channel. Well, subscribe to our channel, like our videos, all that good stuff. We've been on the HTS also on that behalf, too. But we're starting right back up. So... And also, we are kind of disabled from Facebook at the moment, so you won't be able to get anything from Facebook since we are on a um, healthy atheist from it. Yes, yes. So, but you can still check us out on YouTube. You can still check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out there. But until then, I'm Daryl. Daryl's right across from me. Yep. All right. Catch you for this episode of Double Tate Sports Talk. Until then. Ciao. Ciao. Get up out of here. Oh, it's... Oh, it's not the far like Crisco Grease. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I know I'm over here sweating myself. I'm sweating like a pig over here.